Okay, good morning, everybody. Everybody's well. Happy Friday. Oh, do you know that September is almost over? Did you know that? September is almost over. Yesterday, we were talking in July. And now September is almost over. It's life. Hopefully, it's life. Hopefully, it's life. Hopefully, life moves quickly. A couple things, and then we're going to jump in. We're not going to do Q&A today um, because I felt like it was a short week. I want to just say thank you on a whole bunch of levels. First of all, wait, we have a sponsorship this week. I'm going to pull up our sponsorship in a second. Um, let me just pull up my sponsorships. I want to really say thank you first. You know, a lot of times in life, you, you know that you had something special um, and you don't, you can't fully appreciate it while you're going through it. And then uh, you see something and it really shows you the people that are with you. Let me just pull this up right now. Today's dedication is by a wonderful woman. Um, it is dedicated in uh, her father's memory, father's yard site uh, that took place on the 7th of Tishrei. And her father's name is Shaul ben Yosef, Shaul ben Yosef. And so the learning uh, of this, the things that we're doing in this talk should be, should go to his memory and should give him uh, even more spiritual enjoyment in heaven. And I'm sure the enjoyment that he gets from his daughter um, and from his whole entire family, we'll give him that. So thank you, Vivian, for uh, doing this. And thank you for the sponsorship. And the sponsorship should go to Shaul Ben Yosef. I want to. I want to really. I want to really thank everybody here. We had our campaign last night for momentum. Uh, the past two days, I've asked you to contribute, and many of you did, and I went maybe three or four times through the list, and saw the sponsors and saw the the kind notes, and not only did you guys you know participate, but you wrote such kind things. And there's too many to. Thank you to each of you individually, although you deserve it. And I really want to thank you. It means the world to me. It really does. This show means the world to me. And whether you're watching with me in the morning live on Zoom, and I get to see the chatter, which I love watching as I'm talking, whether you're watching it on Facebook with me, whether you are watching it later on Instagram or on YouTube, wherever you're watching this, I feel like we're connected spiritually. That's what the spiritual world does. It allows you to connect in ways where the physical world doesn't. We're together. Whenever someone emails me and says, I'm watching the booths, I have this like feeling like it's like this, oh, yeah, we're, we're family. Like this like weird, incredible feeling. And I don't take it for granted. I want to thank you for it. I want to first ask for forgiveness. Yom Kippur is coming. If I said anything that may have offended somebody, if I made a comment that was uh, not sensitive to someone who was listening, I want to apologize. It was definitely not intentional. And I also want to apologize if I said things that maybe were confusing 
I apologize. And I appreciate what, what you guys do and who you are and us being together. And I hope that this can continue. And my hope and my prayer, really, I was thinking about this this morning. My hope and my prayer, I really hope for this. You can have dreams, right? I hope that we get to keep on doing this this year. And I hope like somewhere along the way, maybe if we're lucky to get, for Zohar, say lucky, if we're worthy to get to 200 or maybe 250, who knows? I hope that we get to do this live in Jerusalem. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if we all flew to Israel and did one of these shows live from Jerusalem with everybody in the audience? A man can dream, but I appreciate it and I thank you. I want to give one shout out, shout out to my good friend, Michael Bear. Um, yesterday, the Momentum uh, finale was a two-hour show. And I had no idea that um, I had no idea that he was going to be on and I was just watching it and he got on and he spoke about the boost in such a beautiful, powerful way. I was like, so moved. So Michael, thank you for watching and thank you for your shot out and your, your plug. It was really, it was really touching. And I thank you for that. And I thank everyone for being here. You don't know what you guys all do for me. So thank you. Okay, we're talking about our words, about our mantras. We ended off last yesterday with this idea that if you really want to know where you're going, look at your mantras. Think about that for a second. If I limited you to three mantras that you would say every day, dozens of times, forget that for mantras for a second. If I said to you, I'm going to give you three pills that you can take right now, and these three pills will solidify in your brain three mantras, right? Whatever they may be, right? If I gave you a pill of it will be for good in Hebrew, gamzu Latova, and you now are taking a pill and then like, you don't got to work on it. You just wake up in the morning, you're like, whoa, and you stand for whatever happens, it'll be for good. You're three. We want 50 because we, that's how we roll. But let's say we get three. Well, what would we pick? And the reason why this is so critical is because it's a testament to where we're going. Right? If it's always be closing, great. No judgments, but now you know where you're headed this year. Closing deals. If it's be in the moment, now you know what you got to work on. Now you, you have this tickle in the back of your head that's saying we should work on this. You know, if you do this period of time right, and for those that are watching, Jewish, non-Jewish, different denominations, different affiliations, different levels of observancy, it don't matter. This is wisdom for the world. This is a period of time of introspection. Regardless if you're going to synagogue or not, introspection. Introspection is very healthy. And during this period of time, we slow down our treadmills and we start to look at our lives as an observer. It's a very good exercise. God knows exactly what he's doing. It may make some people uncomfortable. Yeah, you, along the way, you can get like, you know, a Hebrew school teacher, a rabbi, whatever, to be like, if you don't do it, God's going to send you to hell. Like, okay, you, everyone can mess things up. But at the core this period of time is the ability to learn the traits of being an observer to one's own life, to pausing the treadmill of day, 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 and saying, stop, let me look back at my year. What did I do right? What did I do wrong? 
I was learning today the laws of Yom Kippur and the rabbi who I was learning it from, the great rabbi named Rabbi Ovadia Yosef, was speaking about how to say sorry. I was blown away by the sensitivity of this great man. How you say sorry for things. If you did this, you say it like this. If you did this, you did it like this. And he's basically, you must apologize. You've got to make amends. Go do it. And I'm thinking, I would never have the guts if he wouldn't say, got to do it. But the ability to stop, look back, did I hurt somebody? Did I say something wrong? Did I, do I have to make a phone call? And go back and look at your year is very, it's, it's, it's the stuff of greatness. It's not the invisible God in the sky that just wants us to like do his stuff or he's going to send us in a bad book. It's the stuff of greatness. It's what we do. And when you're in, when you're in this game, if you're paying close attention, what you're going to see and pay attention to this, because no matter where you are in your life, do this. Regardless of your background, these next few days is the day that God is judging the world, whether you're a full believer, whether you believe a little bit, whether you, it doesn't matter. Just roll with these punches. If you don't like basketball back in the old days, and I mean the old days like last year, and you were relatively connected to the world, you, you got swept up in March Madness. If you didn't like football, you see people that cannot stand football, don't know anything, sitting on someone's couch watching a Super Bowl. And they're like, what's happening now? I mean, I came and what, and who's going to win? And everyone's like, what you, what? why would they hit each other for? Like, that's so violent. You ever have people at Super Bowl parties like this? You know, like, they, they don't know. They've never seen football before, but it's Super Bowl Sunday. So what else, what else is going to go on? I don't know. <laughs> what did Andy just say? What inning is it? Right? Exactly. Like, what's going on? What inning is it? Right? This is what you get swept up in the moments. It's the time. It's the season. You feel it. You got to get into it. Regardless of where you are, this is the season of change, of introspection. It's the greatest time of the year. This is what the Daily Boost is all about. It's just happening in concentrated form. And if you want to do it right, what you do is you gauge in this period of time. You engage, you step into the uncomfortable. And you start asking yourself, okay, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? Who can I apologize to? What can I do for next year? You start really thinking about your life. And when you do that, play, take, take note. Be aware of these themes that pop into your head, these themes. It's because I don't want to be uncomfortable. Mm. Like this, 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 this. What's the theme between these four failures? Because I don't want to be uncomfortable. What's my theme here? It's because I'm, I'm, I'm self-conscious and I'm always judging people too quickly. I got into like six fights this year because of that. I got to stop doing that. It's because I don't think of myself big enough. It's a big theme, by the way. We do not think we're as big as we are. So we play small. It's happened so many times in life. We are involved in small little nonsense. We're mad at this person who's mad at that person. It's nonsense. And it's all going to go away. And it's drama. And it's because nobody realizes that they're big. And big people don't have time for small little things. I told you this story with my friend's mom. My friend's mom. I was, on the, I was, on, I was with my, a buddy of mine. And he gets on the phone with his mom. 
Those of you who don't watch the Shabbat show, you got to watch the Shabbat show. It's one of my favorite moments of the week. It's every week now. It's Thursdays at 8 o'clock. If you want to know more about the Shabbat show, Andy will post it right here. Andy, just post the Shabbat show.com. Those who want to join or you can send me an email, send you the details. If you haven't yet, go to the Shabbat show.com and watch it. Yesterday was the guilt episode. Yesterday was the guilt episode. Jewish guilt. It was awesome. It was like catharsis for me and my mom. It was phenomenal. The guilt episode. And one of the things that especially sons deal with all the time, Jewish sons, is we never seem to call our moms enough. I don't know if my mom's on right now, but we never seem to call my mom enough. It's an impossibility. There's no such thing. You can never call your mother enough times. Never. And moms, Jewish moms, are trained in this thing called guilt. It's, it's, it's passive aggressive. And on the show, for those who, 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 who are going to watch it, it was just classic. We found videos. Like, it was great. It was great. I actually had my mom in the room while we were preparing the show, and we just were able to watch it together. It was great. Um, and when we're thinking through these concepts of guilt, how guilt works, yeah, it was, it, was, it was really a lot of fun. So my friend is calling his mom. I'll never forget this. My friend and I are standing next to each other on Friday afternoon one year, I don't know, three years ago. And he's calling his mom. And it's like standard. It's like really like you can see this out of like a Seinfeld episode. His mom lives in like some retirement village in like Boca Raton, right? It's like Del Boca Vistas for those of you who remember. It's like Delray Beach. And for those who live in Florida, God bless you. But like, it's like real, right? And it's not where Rob lives. Rob, wherever you, not where you live, not in that zone. You live in the much, you, you live in, in Rabbi Gibber's zone. I'm not talking about that zone, right? And, and he calls his mom and his mom is like, really upset at something. And he's like, what's the matter, mom? And she says, you know, we have a sisterhood and the sisterhood has grape juice in the fridge. And the rabbi needed grape juice last week. And he went to the fridge and he took a cup of grape juice and he didn't get permission from the sisterhood to take the grape juice. And it's really a problem. My friend's like, I'm sorry. Can you say that again, mom? She was upset. Unless she's a wonderful woman. We love her and we love him. It's little. It's fine. It's little. It's our lives. The theme. The theme. Why did I get into a couple of those fights? Why couldn't I overcome that challenge? Why am I not more successful in my career? How come I'm struggling with my children? What's with my marriage? What's with my spirituality? If I know this stuff is real, why am I not more? What am I waiting for? Themes. We, ha we have sources of our actions. And when you start to identify themes, you start to build mantras off themes. It's not just random stuff that you say. What you're doing is you're building a verbal pill that is going to be digested through your mouth. And like a pill, actually better than a pill, 
pills usually address issues generally. Does that story happen? Hold on a second. Lori's got, Lori said this happened to her shul too? Oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> great, that's great. Pills are general for the most part. Neuroplasticity is specific. You can go right to the source. And you could slowly, slowly re-sew a connection. What if it takes you a year? So what? How quickly did this year go by? What if it takes you a year? What if it takes us a year? What if it takes us three years? So what? We're changing our lives. We're getting better. Is there anything more noble than that? In the show yesterday, we showed that this, this story of the bamboo, the Chinese bamboo, that when you plant a Chinese bamboo, apparently, it takes five years for it to grow at all. And then it takes six weeks to basically go all the way up into the sky. What if it takes years? But the work, this is what it's about. This is what makes life so exciting. I can change. I can evolve. But we got to do it right. We got to do the work. I don't mean mantras. I don't mean affirmations. I don't mean expressions like I just pull it off some ad. I mean expressions like I'm beginning to be aware of where my personal blocks are. And I'm going to build an expression that I'm going to tell myself again and again and again and again and again to help me deal with overcoming that challenge. So if I'm constantly upset about the little things in my life, maybe I'm going to say to myself, I'm bigger than that. And as I feel upset that someone didn't call me or say the right things to me, or as my sensitivities start to flare up, I say to myself, I'm bigger than that. I'm bigger than that. I'm bigger than that. I'm bigger than that. And I say it with full conviction and meaning because my mouth has power. If our mouths wouldn't have power, then the creator of the world wouldn't have us pray on the holiest day of the year. If Yom Kippur is the holiest day of the year and the activity that we're doing on Yom Kippur is not acting, but praying, which is speaking, that must mean that the words that I say can actually change the world. Because that's what he wants us to do on Yom Kippur. It must mean that the words that I say can actually change myself. I need to say it with conviction. I need to say it with power. I need to believe it. If we start to marry the introspection of where I'm lacking and the words that I'm going to use to create a verbal neuro pill that I'm going to take sometimes 10, 15 times a day, we start to deal with some real stuff going on in the back of our minds. I'm not saying this replaces therapy if one's going or replaces medication if one needs it. I'm saying this is a totally 
different theme of how we change and grow. And it's free and it has no side effects. And we can do it 50 times a day. And we don't gotta go anywhere. We can do it with a mask on, socially distanced. Awesome, Michael, you rock. That's our challenge. But that's our excitement. That's why it's awesome. Because once you realize that you can change, we're not subject to the world around us. We really are partners in the world around us. And the emotional experience that we live is really something that is independent of everything else. It's a tremendous gift God gives us. The ability to think. The ability to imagine. The ability to forecast. The ability to be connected to him internally. And the ability to change our minds. It's a tremendous gift. That if we recognized how awesome it is, we would be so excited to use it more. Okay, think about this over the weekend if possible. What would your expressions be? Shabbat's the perfect time. The weekend is the perfect time. Again, no matter what, where your background is. The weekend is the time to think. What would my three pills be? Think about that. This is my exercise for you over the weekend. What would your three pills be that if you took it, it would completely change? It's a trait. It's not money, right? It's a trait. This uh, episode, again, should have the Elias Neshama, Shobin Yosef. And uh, we should all realize that this is an incredible opportunity in this calendar. And we can become the people that we couldn't even dream of. Okay, we got some announcements coming up early next week. But we're going to have one more show before Yom Kippur, of course, for those that are around. Sunday's show is going to be uh, the Yom Kippur show. So we're going to talk about it a little bit. We'll get a little bit of the details. If you're interested in that, that's Sunday. If not, um, we're going to, uh, obviously, Sunday. Monday, we've got Yom Kippur, and we'll be back on Tuesday. So if you're with me on Sunday, can't wait to see you. And if not, then I'll see you Tuesday morning with God's help. All right, have an awesome weekend. Shabbat Shalom, good Shabbos, and I can't wait with God's help to see you again next week.